This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another episode of our preview series show in which we look ahead to the next Arsenal fixture and tomorrow's opponents are a bit of a banana skin for Arsenal and that's Brighton and Hove Albion at the Amex Stadium where Arsenal's record isn't the best um, to be honest. We've got an okay record at home but even then we've lost some crucial games against the Seagulls and with Roberto De Zerbi in charge they've shown to be a very decent side and one of the few teams to actually beat Arsenal this very season. It was two very different teams uh, compared to what we expect to see tomorrow, of course, but they are a threat. They are a danger, and we're going to be discussing that and plenty more with today's guests. Good afternoon and good morning and good afternoon, or evening, I suppose, wherever you happen to be in the world. Do indeed drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you're new, but let's introduce to you my guests for today. First of all, it's Mr. Cat. It's Dan. How you doing, mate? You good, Joel? <laughs> Mr. Cat. <laughs> Good, thank you. How you doing? You're right. Yeah, not bad, mate. Not too shabby. We're also joined by Josh. You just can't get away from the channel at the moment. Yeah. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Yes, very good. Very good indeed. And lastly, making up our quartet, it's Paul. How you doing, Paul? You good, Joel? I'm very good, mate. Do you enjoy being in the bottom left-hand corner of screens? Is that like is it like it's kind of a, a 2022 photo angle? Is that what it is? I'm going to let that be positioned. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's a left back. That's what it is. A complete <laughs> left back of our stream this evening. We got to talk about left backs a little bit later on in the show as well. So we'll get to that. But Dan, Brighton, how are you feeling about it? Good. I'm positive, honestly. I think um, we go with the mindset that we're going to challenge them and batter them, then we're all right. But if we're going there thinking it's going to be a walkover, uh, I think we'll end up having problems. Like you know, They've got some good players, so we can't underestimate them. Yeah, they've got good players, Josh, but there's some that are missing, crucially. Uh, Alexis McAllister is not expected to be there. Uh, Moises Caicedo is suspended, as I found out live this morning, as everybody reminded me on stream. Um, and they're also without Welbeck and Webster, I think. Uh, Welbeck, of course, scored against us at the Emirates earlier on this season. That's got to be a significant boost, surely, for us, knowing they were without some significant stars. Yeah, um, I'm looking at this a bit more happy after Eddie's performance the other week. I will put my hands up, as you said. <laughs> I got it wrong. 
Um, and I will take the fall for that one. But yeah, I am very, very confident going into this one. Mm. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because I was going to, and I will come back to Enketia slightly on. But yeah, it's, you know, I think that a lot of people had their doubts about Enketia. You know, I certainly think that everybody you know, had some form of doubt in some sense going from Jesus is, is going to be tricky. But this, to see the reaction that we got against West Ham was great. I mean, Paul, in all honesty, West Ham weren't very good. Uh, it's probably the bottom line. They were pretty poor um, and we dominated that game. Brighton are a very different challenge uh, to what we've come up against in West Ham. Where is your head kind of at going into this one in terms of how you're expecting it to play out? Well, uh, De Zerbe, he's like a very attacking manager and he's mm. quite a young fellow, isn't he? And uh, I can imagine him really sort of trying to come at us, but I will bet. Yeah. Um, no, uh, McAllister, it's just, I don't know if they're going to be a bit blunt. Uh, I think we'll push them, we'll push them, we'll push them, we'll keep them back in their own half. They'll be better than West Ham, we've got to be a bit careful. Uh, you know, our back line's got a bit more, be a bit more weight than against West Ham, haven't they? Mm. Uh, yeah, I think, I think, and I think we'll beat them. Yeah. Wilson in the chat says, why on earth are some Arsenal fans so nervous about Brighton for? We need to back the team and slap the seagulls up. Come on, man. <laughs> Wilson's really going for it this evening regarding Brighton. I mean, they're a good team, Dan. You know, and they've got a very good record against us. Do you think, though, the fact, and Paul pointed out rightly, that Deserby plays much more attacking. Um, my other half went to watch Charlton play uh, Brighton in the, uh, the Carabao Cup, I think, fifth round uh, before getting through to the quarterfinals they drew nil nil and went to penalties and i've never seen a worse penalty shootout to be honest and i thought arsenal's against uh leon i think it was was pretty bad but uh the, the charlton brighton one was dreadful and they they looked pretty blunt there and yet they had the likes of trossard and and that playing and yet they couldn't find an answer but then they go and play you know last weekend and, and managed to get three goals um so is, is it kind of difficult to judge what kind of brighton are turning up for these games but they always seem to turn up against us it is. It's going to be one of those on the day, isn't it? Like Brighton tend to put in good performances against the big clubs. Against the smaller clubs, it's a bit more battle. Against the big clubs, they can sit deep and counter. But the thing is, without a leading man up top, maybe they're going to struggle a little bit. But they've got enough quality in Trossard. And um, what's the other winger's name? Is it uh, March? The, the Japanese young... Yeah, there's a few. They've got a few good players. Mark, like, who, who, uh, yeah. Mark, was it March? That's the, the one, yeah, March. Yeah, yeah. They've got, well. they got, got an absolute few, screamer yeah. the other day. They've yeah. got a few good players who can, you know, they can unlock on, on the counter. And the thing is, we're, we're quite good at dealing with it at the moment. Mm. But it only takes one player to be out of position and then they're going to cut through. And the thing is, I don't, I don't think they're going to do anything to us. But you mm. can't go in there thinking they won't do... Absolutely nothing. They're going to get chances. It's just how well we deal with them. We're going to get chances ourselves. I'm sure the boys are going to put Sank in the back of the net. Let's hope five. But um... <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. We will see. We will see. We will see. Yeah, we will. Um, I mean, they have got some very exciting players. I, I don't really get why Meetham is not playing as much. He did start the game, of course, where they're uh, with Trossard actually playing up top for them uh, against Southampton. Lalana played at 10, Solly March on the right, got a goal and an assist in that game. Pascal Gross and Caicedo started in the middle. We imagine that with Caicedo out, it will probably be Billy Gilmore that, that comes into that position, I think. Uh, I'd be writing and saying it would be him because they don't have McAllister at the moment, who you'd expect would have been the person that comes in. Um, another player we've got to look out for is a Stupanan at left back. He's been very attacking for them so far this season. Was looked quite impressive as well for Ecuador during the uh, the World Cup on that left-hand side. But 
what we have got is goals right now. And Josh, as you mentioned at the start of the show, last week you had your doubts about Enketia. Let's go into that a bit deeper. After you saw his performance against West Ham, how are you feeling about him as the number nine going into this next one? He's given me confidence. I think rather than steal it from someone else, I will caveat that I have stolen this from Lee Judges, who said it perfectly. <laughs> you don't you want to do that. You don't want to steal anything now, from I'll, Judges. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll caveat it right now, saying I can't get shot for this. But he said something along the lines of, it's very easy to score a goal when you're 3-0 up, 4-0 up, 5-0 up. But oh, can he be he the one that breaks the deadlock? he did. <laughs> that... That's the one thing. If he does that in either this game, Newcastle game, I will fully hold my hands up and say mm. he can play second fiddle. He could potentially play, be the main guy in, I don't know, six months' time, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but yeah, I, that's the last thing I'm needing is just a bit more confidence, a bit more prowess and just a goal when you need it. Can he bail you out when you really need that goal from somewhere? Is he going to be the guy that will give you the answers to the questions? Yeah, well, I mean, he got the first goal away at Stamford Bridge last season. Um, and I think that, you know, he can be the guy. And I think, he, you know, if you give him the ball in the right position, I think, you know, you have got a good chance of seeing him finish. He is a good finisher. I'd argue he's probably a better finisher than Jesus in some situations as well. Um, and his finish against West Ham was great. I think the pressure was still very much on. You know, I, I get where Lee's coming from. Um and you want to see him be more game-changing. But that goal was really important. You know, 2-1 up is not a safe scoreline. To go 3-1 up is decisive, and that really put the game to bed at that point. But, uh, yeah, let's let's see what Nketi does. It's no spoiler to say that we've all gone with him as our starting striker, as you would expect. But he is going to be absolutely crucial. Um, Paul, kind of finally on, on this, this is the last game, of course, before the January window opens. Um, Tommy Asu is expected to be back. Smith Rowe is also hoping to be back very soon. Probably not for Brighton, um, but he was pictured in training, in full training with the guys today, which is great to see. He's obviously was taking part in some of the sessions when in Dubai as well, which was good to see, but he had a little bit of, a, I think, a setback. What are you kind of looking for with the depth of this team in this game? Do you think with this game happening just a few days after, I think four days were after the game um, against West Ham, are you thinking that Arteta might try some Fabio Vieiras, maybe Marquinhos, or do you think he's just going to be relying on his starters to get the job done once again? Yeah, it is just going to be relying on his starters. He wants to win every single match as it goes. um, Going in weaker, what if we slip out? And then going against Newcastle. Have I disappeared? Oh, no, no, you're still there. You're still there, mate. Oh, it disappeared on me. Um, so, yeah, I think you're going in full strength. Try and get the job done early. Maybe make a few changes later on. Because uh, he wants to keep the, he's going to want to keep the min, men, momentum going, isn't he? Going into yeah. Newcastle, going in there, you know, full of confidence. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I think. Sorry, Paul, you cut out for a second. I thought you'd finished. <laughs> Keep going, son. <laughs> no, go on, go on, go. No, I think the confidence is obviously key with a lot of the players, especially with the age our players are. Confidence is a massive thing. They have shown to have that steel about them. Uh, and I think that when we've, you know, we've got a goal behind against Fulham, we came back, we go a goal behind against West Ham, we've come back. I think we've already kind of put that little bit of a, a point against us to rest somewhat because we only managed that once in all of last season against Wolves. So if we do go a goal behind against Brighton, which is a realistic scenario because they're a good team, I still feel that we have the confidence to kind of, you know, really push that back. Let's go 
into the lineups that we've selected uh, today. Dan, talk us through your team, mate. So, um, same as last week. Um, I don't see there being any changes, and I don't think Zinchenko will be thrown in the deep end versus Brighton. I think he's more ready for Newcastle um, because we need to pick them off as we, as they come at us. But um, mm. yeah, Brighton, Brighton. I see the same team. I think they've got enough on the on the field to do the job. And as I said, I'm confident we're going to get a good score score line against them. Yeah, so you've gone for Ramsdale, White, Saliba, Gabriel, Tierney, Partey, Odegaard, Xhaka, Saka and Ketia, Martinelli. But Odegaard just stand out. I mean, after yeah. the game against West Ham, he is on fire right now. He is indeed. He is. And he's going to be he's going to be crucial to beating that low block tomorrow because they're going to sit deep and try and count. Do you really think to... they're going to sit deep? I, I, I think, think, they, I think, they, come I think they may try to come out, but I think there's that fear that we're holding at the moment over a few teams. So the ones that want to come out may may test the waters the first couple of minutes. And if we mm. are on top of them, they're not going to try and throw everything out. They're going to sit back and wait. And our guys are patient at the moment. I think that's the best thing about them is that patience is, is, is building confidence. Mm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Josh, you've gone for a similar team with just the one change. You would throw Zinchenko in. So, so talk us your reasoning behind that. Um, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, obviously, he came on, played most of the second half. I think the logic was to get him back up to match fitness, get him sharp again, play him the whole 90 this game or near enough, I don't know, 75 minutes. And then he'll be fully fit to see out the whole Newcastle game. I think it literally is quite as simple as that. That's my logic behind it. But apart from that, the team picks us up at the moment. The only thing I would say is I don't think that Arteta has a lot of faith in his subs at the moment. Like looking at last game that's just gone, he brought on Fabio Vieira with only a couple of minutes to go. You, the change you've seen obviously was Tierney Zinchenko. But you're not seeing your likes of Sambi Lakongas, anyone like that currently coming on the bench. So I think the 11 that you see will play probably the majority of the season unless you start seeing big signings coming in. Mm. Yeah, I tend to agree with you. And Paul, you'd like Dan have gone for the same team that we started against West Ham. Is it very much of a, if it ain't broke, don't fix it type of thing? Well, yeah. But um, with um, Sinchenko, I think he was going to want to bring him back, but I don't think he's going to want to risk him. He's just coming back from injury. He's played played a, a nice part, chunk of the match on uh, Monday. And uh, I think he'll do the same again. And hopefully, probably, I don't think he'll bring him in against um, Newcastle. But mm. I think, again, it, really, but Nick, um, against the Tottenham, I think yeah. he'll play the full game. Uh, yeah, we've got... Um, Martin Hardegaard, again, he's got a bit, he's, he, he's going to be, he, you can see he's my star man. And, uh, you know, I don't, think there's, I don't think there's a better player in the premiership at the moment. Really? Yeah. Not even his Absolutely. Norwegian counterpart, of course. Not yet, not yet. But, uh, no, <laughs> um, I don't think there is a better player. I mean, if on Monday, when he played against um, West Ham. Uh, West Ham, the, the ball he put through for Xhaka, you know, mm. you see that pass before everyone else, you know, even Xhaka was caught out by it, he couldn't quite get there, yeah, because he see it that much quicker than everyone else did, you know, and uh, yeah, I just see it, he is amazing, he is. 
Yeah, I loved, I was listening to the Askcast, I think it was, um, and I think it was Andrew that said Real Madrid must be looking at themselves like, why on earth did we let this guy go? Um, and for so little as well, you know, 30 million quid. I, I agree with you, Paul. I think he's up there with some of the best performers in the Premier League right now. You know, there are very few players that are playing to the consistency and the ability of him in the last 10 or so games. You know, he's still Arsenal's top scorer joint with Saka after his goal. He's still got two assists, of course. You know, one of them was kind of a little inadvertent, shall we say, uh, with, with his uh, shot come pass for Saka. Um, but uh, ultimately, he still found enough passes during the game that he absolutely earned uh, a two assister in the game throughout it and arguably could have had even more if some of the players had been on maybe the same level of of thinking as him to, to match some of the passes he was trying to play. The Xhaka one, as you say, Paul, was a great example. He caught everyone out, even Xhaka. Xhaka made the right run, just didn't quite make it early enough. You could argue maybe Odegaard's pass was slightly too strong for him, but we are nitpicking at this stage and, and Odegaard will be absolutely key. Um, I did go with Zinchenko in this one. I think that either play, either Zinchenko or Tini have a you know have got an equal chance of playing in this. I think that Arteta's preference is always very much heavily Zinchenko. If he believes that he's fit to start, I think he will start him because um, he just believes him to be the perfect player for that left inverted fullback position. Um, but Tierney has really been improving, especially in that new style of role against West Ham. The amount of times we saw him come into the, the space between Gabriel and Saliba, he was kind of popping up in that space uh, and playing in, in this kind of inverted way. And I think obviously Zinchenko does that a lot, but slightly further forward. And Tierney's still learning that. But against Brighton, a tougher challenge. I think if they believe Zinchenko to be fully fit, he, he will start this game. It'll be interesting with Tommy Asu, of course, coming back and with games against Newcastle, Spurs and Man United, if Tommy Asu plays like he did against Liverpool in that left-back spot. So that'll be interesting because we've got another option if we want to do that. I've put Granit Xhaka as my star player. I think he's going to be crucial in games like this, making sure we're progressing the ball from the midfield, playing it into Nketiah and Martinelli. You know, they're going to be going up against... Veltman on, on their right-hand side. But Saka's got a really interesting part to play because, it's, as I say, Estupanan loves to get up that left-hand side for Brighton. And that should leave some space in behind for Saka to really take advantage of. With Odegaard there, it could be a very, very open game for Saka and Odegaard, hopefully. White does need to be careful because he's got, obviously, Mitama and Trossard to deal with, with Saliba and Partey, of course, helping out too. That's going to be crucial on that side. I think the right-hand side for us and the, and the left-hand side for Brighton could really be the decisive factor um, in this game. But Xhaka's passing is, is going to be critical. Um, let's move to the final part of today's show and go to predictions. So, Chatbooks, it's now your time to get involved. Start putting those score lines in there. Dan, we'll start with you. Score line and scorers, please. Uh, I'll go 3 1. Go 3 1. Uh, I reckon Odegaard, Xhaka, and Eddie. My Lovely three. stuff. Lovely stuff. Josh. 4 0. I think they're spread across the front three. I can't work out. Yeah, I think Eddie will get... Do you know I'll back him this week. I didn't back him last week. Nice. I'm going to go Eddie Hattrick. Let's push the boat out. Woof. And let's see what happens. <laughs> Who's getting the fourth? I'm trying to think which side's weaker for Brighton. Uh, Martinelli. Yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? Because I suppose if Saka's going up against a Stupanan and Veltman's going to be against Martinelli, so Veltman's not the most mobile. Uh, they've kind of got yeah. a similar back four to us because they've got the left back that plays further forward and then Veltman's a little bit more conservative. So maybe that'll work against Martinelli or might it, it might work for him. We'll have to wait and see. And, and lastly, Paul. 3-0. Uh, I think we two and Odegaard we one. 
Lovely stuff. Erdogan's getting on the score sheet a lot for people, and that makes sense because he's been brilliant this season. Uh, in the chat box, Peeny Ween's going for an 8 0 Arsenal victory. <laughs> Love that. Uh, Wilson's going for a 2 0 to the Arsenal. Uh, Yomi going for a 2 0 Arsenal as well. Rancid Pummy's going for a 2 1 with Enketi and Erdegaard on the score sheet. Temi's going for a high score 7 6 Arsenal win. That's kind of a crazy game. I hope it doesn't go that way. <laughs> My heart wouldn't be able to take that. Uh, Harvey says 4 1 to the Arsenal. Chris is going for a 2 1 Trossard and then Saka and Eddie to get on the score sheet. Louis going for a 2-0 Saka and White with the goals. Morgie's, though, a bit more nervous and going for a 2-1 scoreline. Carl's going for a 1-0. Uh, Nabil going for a 2-1. Uh, Steve Sain going for a 2-1 as well. A lot of 2-1s. I think people think it's going to be a quite a tight game. Um, I'll be showing some more of these predictions up as we round out the show. Dan, thank you so much for your time this afternoon. Much appreciated. Tell people where they can find you. Uh, as always in the Discord or uh, on Twitter, my, my handle is, is AlphaMWolfGaming. But I'm not active on there yet. As I said, I'm still feeling it out, but I'm very <laughs> active in the Discord, getting on people's nerves, talking about Zaha signing for us. So, you know, that's where you'll find me. <laughs> mm, uh, Mikey says, Have we forgotten they've got Casado and, and the Belgian? Who's the Belgian that they're on? Trossard. Trossard. Casado yeah. is suspended, Mikey, so he won't be there uh, for that game. Uh, Yule's going for a 2 0. Asso's going for a 2 2 draw. That's the first non win I've seen so far. Um, Josh, thank you so much for your time, mate. As always, tell people they can find you. Uh, in the Discord, normally moaning or on Twitter, normally having a go at Spurs fans. <laughs> so one or the other, you'll find me there. Lovely stuff. Uh, now's going for a 2-1. Eddie and Martinelli with the goals. Uh, Mysterio Anonymous is going for a 10-0 Arsenal win. Love that. Positivity at its finest. And Greg's going for a 3-1 to the Arsenal. Uh, Paul, thank you so much for your time, my friends. Tell people where they can find you. Uh, in the Discord again. Um, I'm not really active in there, but I do pop in with little comments. Uh, on Twitter, Granddaddy Guna. Um, yeah, that's about it, really. Lovely stuff. Uh, yes, you see, I trained them well. Uh, you can find them all <laughs> in the Discord server if you would like to appear on our preview shows and, of course, get involved with all the discussion. Then if you join the link in the description, take you to our membership page and become a TGT expert member or ambassador. If you aren't gifted one already by Francois, of course, uh, then you can indeed join the Discord and get yourselves on the shows. Uh, it's really great to meet and speak to new gooners and fans of the channel. So please do get involved if you haven't done so already. I'll be be back with you tomorrow morning to talk about Mudrick and Chelsea and me crying on screen if he ends up going there. I tell you, if he goes there, it is going to be awful. <laughs> I am not going to be able to no, cope no, with it. So no, I'm no, staying grounded. I'm staying calm yeah. as much as I can and just letting this one play out. This is kind it of Arsenal. Yeah, I, I hope so, Paul. I, I think that with this, it's one of those where you're like, oh, it's a little bit of information being fed to kind of spook Arsenal a little bit into a to jumping the gun and going a little bit higher than they intended to because they're worried now Chelsea might go in. We'll see. This is a report by The Guardian, by the way, so it's, it's usually fairly well-sourced um, information. But we'll see. We'll talk more about that. There might be more information coming out this evening as well to, to give us some context. But do drop a like before you go. Subscribe to the channel if you're new. And as always, keep following. I was about to say keep following us down the Arsenal way. That's the other show I do. You can, you can catch us on that, of course, <coughs> tomorrow as well. But make sure you, as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. 
all your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.